From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Daniel Sellerson. D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra. Yeah. And the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Sallerson. How goes it? Welcome into another edition of the Black and Blue Report, the Wednesday edition, the Pelicans game day edition, and also the frozen edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Sallerson, filling in for Sean Kelly, who is in a very cold Minneapolis, Minnesota, as the Pelicans take on the Timberwolves tonight at the Target Center. Hope everyone is safe wherever you are, whether you're in New Orleans, you're in the southeast or up north, wherever you may be. If it's cold, hopefully this will warm you up, and hopefully you're enjoying a day off and listening to the Black and Blue Report. Well, the Pelicans are on a hot streak, three-game winning streak, their longest winning streak of the season. Last night, they defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 100-89. to The Pelicans approved a 19-25 on the season. The Cavaliers dropped to 16-29, and and who else would lead the way for the Pelicans last night? How about Anthony Davis? He threw a block party yesterday at the Quicken Loans Arena. Eight block shots, one block shy of tying his career record, 30 points, seven rebounds, three assists, 12 of 18 shooting, six of seven from the line. A monster night from AD. Sean Kelly will speak to AD coming up in our next segment. Eric Gordon, a nice night, 20 points, seven rebounds, nine assists, eight of 17 shooting. Brian Roberts with 12 points, Alfred Camino with 12 points, and off the bench it was Greg Steensman, 9 points, 11 rebounds, 4 of 5 shooting, as the Pelicans shot 53% from the field, and uh, 18 of 23 from the line, again, a very good game overall for the Pelicans, they were, the only time they were down was in the, the first and second quarter a little bit, but they outscored the Cavs 30-15 to 15 in the second, and they didn't look back after that, defeating Cleveland 100-89. to 89. So we have a great show for you today. Coming up later on, Chris Myers, NFL on Fox and Fox Sports 1, who is in New York and New Jersey this week covering the Super Bowl and will be on the broadcast on Sunday. He talked to Sean Kelly yesterday before the Pelicans-Cavs game. He'll preview the game against the Broncos and the Seahawks. Of course, it is a Wesley Wednesday, so David Wesley, Fox Sports New Orleans Pelicans TV analyst, will join us to talk about the Pelicans, and he'll give us some of his all-star reserves. And a uh, little spoiler, Anthony Davis, of course, is on that list for him. So we'll have that. Plus, we'll get you set for tonight's Pelicans game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. So lots to get to when we come back. We'll have reaction from last night's game. Sean Kelly caught up with Anthony Davis outside the Pelicans locker room last night. And that is yours in one minute. Okay. You've just been told you have a serious heart issue. Congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. 
At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is, I just saw your test results and they look great. No problems. Leading edge care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Roberts will dribble between the circles. Throws to his left to Tyreek Evans. Lobs it to Anthony Davis, left side of the lane. Davis with 24 points, 7 rebounds tonight. Make it 26 as he buries a wing left jumper. Anthony Davis, far and away, leads all scorers in the game. Well, that was one of the many highlights from Anthony Davis last night. 30 points, 12 of 18, shooting 7 rebounds. And, of course, 8 blocks last night. Another monster game as he's trying to make his push for the all-star team in New Orleans here. And so after his big game last night against the Cavs, Sean Kelly caught up with Mr. Davis outside of the Pelicans locker room. First of all, how's the finger? It's good. It's good. That never feels good. I mean, I've never seen anything like it before. Just just located it, popped it back in, taped it up, tell you to play. Your toughness seems to be rubbing off on your teammates. Do you feel like your personality is a little contagious right now? Um... I mean, we just want to win. We got to make sure that we just win games. Um, you know, uh, Austin got hurt. You know, uh, fought it out. You know, good. Went in. I got two big free throws, you know, and um, that's, a, that's what we need. Um, we got a lot of guys down already, and um, a lot of guys are stepping up. So um, we got to make sure that we stay on this path. AD, you're on an unbelievable roll right now. Do you do you feel that way? Do you feel like in a particular mood or mode right now? No, I mean, Another game for me, you know, and tomorrow's another game. Go out and just play. My team is doing a great job giving me the ball, telling me to go score. So um, that's what I'm trying to do, you know, and I know they're going to be, you know, keying in on me. So got to make sure I make the right pass um, and not force up any shots. Did you know you were getting close to your career high? Did no. it come across your mind? I'm paying no attention. Hey, which, which finger and when did you do it? I heard. Which finger and when uh, did you do it? Left index. <clears throat> um, Fourth quarter, late fourth quarter. What was the difference uh, between the first and second quarter? What did you guys do Just play defense. You know, uh, just got to make sure we just play defense, man. I mean, we're a defensive team, and we can't allow 29 points in the quarter, you know. So, um, just came out the rest of the game and just made sure that we defended, got transition buckets, and, and ran the floor. How much are you paying attention to this uh, being named to the all-star team? Is it- no, I mean... It's cool. I mean, I hear it, but I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, win games. You know, uh, got a big for them all. I haven't won in Minnesota since I've been on the team. And actually, we have been closer to winning. So, you know, I got to make sure that you know we come out with the energy and effort that we need to give ourselves a chance to win. Hopefully, AD can continue his power surge tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll focus on the Super Bowl coming up next. Before the game yesterday, Sean Kelly caught up with NFL on Fox's Chris Myers, and that interview is yours coming up. Your New Orleans Pelicans take flight this Saturday, February 1st, when the Chicago Bulls come to town. Tip-offs at 7 p.m. with the first 10,000 fans receiving a free T-shirt courtesy of Morris Bart. The Pelicans Fest pregame block party tips off the fun at 5.30, featuring live music, the Zataran Season Ticket Garden, and interactive games for the kids. Tickets are limited and are available by visiting pelicans.com today. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. 
If my power goes out, I check the app. The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand? That's the power of people. Entergy. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson. We're getting closer and closer to Super Bowl 48, which is on Sunday in MetLife Stadium between the Denver Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks. And our Super Bowl coverage continues as uh, yesterday before the Pelicans took on the Cavs. Sean Kelly caught up with NFL on Fox and Fox Sports 1's Chris Myers to preview the big game. Guys? Our coverage of Super Bowl 48 continues. We've been graced all week with uh, folks up in New York covering the football game and uh, a friend of the program as he's come to be. Chris Myers joins us from New York. Chris, of course, uh, from Fox Sports, and he is actively involved in Super Bowl preparations himself with Fox Sports 1. He's on noon to 3 Central with a daily show right now with Matt Hasselbeck. Chris, uh, greetings, and how is New York treating you so far? Well, it's uh, it's cold. As a guy who was born in the South and, of course, born in New Orleans, I, I know it can be chilly, but this is uh, really cold. The bigger issue is how it will it be on Sunday. It looks like we keep getting favorable weather in uh, for Sunday's kickoff uh, in the evening at, uh, at MetLife Stadium in, in New Jersey. But the town is hopping. It's a very it covered a lot of Super Bowls. It's very different in terms of the uh, the fanfare instead of beaches and golf and tennis outdoors. There's a lot of restaurants and and, and bars and other uh, New York activities. But uh, so far, so good. Let's start with that weather because you talked about that at the top. We uh, all were concerned, Chris, that it would the storyline of the weather might overwhelm the game itself. Has that occurred, at least on the ground in New York? No, no, it hasn't. There's, there's some early activity, uh, you know, outdoor events that I think they didn't get some of the crowds that they would get if the temperature was not as cold. But it's supposed to warm up each day. Uh, there, there isn't snow, we have no freezing, ice, rain, that type of thing. And I, I think the forecast has gotten better uh, for Sunday. And I, I really don't think it will be that big of a, a factor. Uh, and that you, you certainly never know. And I, if it is a factor, I think it affects the Denver offense more than it does anything else in the, in the course of the game. And uh, we'll be watching closely when we, uh, when we kick it off. Yeah, 525 Central Time on Sunday night. Chris Myers from Fox Sports, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Chris, you've been to a lot of uh, Super Bowls. You mentioned the different feel to, uh, I guess, the Super Bowl city. Uh, have you enjoyed it at least? Is, is it something that you'll see uh, perhaps uh, happen again? Yeah, I, I, you know what, I, I, I have uh, enjoyed it. I think as long as we get through and there was real concern if things got really dicey, uh, that they would move the date, the time of the game, if, if, if there were some safety issues with, with weather. And that's not. it looks like it's not going to be the case at this point. So I, I think it will open the door. You know, in the past, we've had Super Bowls in Atlanta. Of course, it's a dome, but in terms of the leading up to it, there, there was ice on the road, and that, that caused some problems. Uh, Dallas uh, had, you know, even though it's, again, you, you have a roof on the stadium, uh, in terms of fans, there, there were some ice storms around that, that caused some delays. Those cities weren't as equipped as a place like New York, New Jersey is for that type of thing. Uh, now, the actual game, it looks like we won't have that issue, but I do think it opens the door for cities like Denver and Seattle and, and in Chicago and Philadelphia that certainly have the stadium if you have the right hotel accommodations and airport 
uh, big enough that the NFL says you, you can do this. Uh, I think it may be in the rotation. It may not be the first choice for a lot of fans who, who like going to places like New Orleans and Miami, uh, which are, I, I think, two, two of the perfect places for, for the Super Bowl. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, and I think everybody would vote in that area first, unless your hometown was involved in one of those other areas. But I think it does open up a whole new avenue. That's fair. Chris Myers, former WWL TV anchor, now with Fox Sports nationally. Uh, is with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Chris, of course, on Tuesday was the big Super Bowl media day over there at The Rock in Newark. Um, anything jump out at you on that chaotic scene? Well, two things with the Seahawks. I mean, Richard Sherman, uh, who is a terrific guy, by the way. I mean, don't judge a team by, by its corner and, and what you may have seen in the excitement of the finish of the championship game. Uh, he was under control and very respectful, although confident. And Marshawn Lynch, who was threatened to be fined, the, the terrific running back in beast mode, did speak for about six minutes, but showed you why he's not comfortable uh, in front of the media. He's a soft-spoken guy with not a lot to say and, and well appreciated by, by his teammates. So that was one side of it. And, of course, I'm a, I'm a big Peyton Manning fan. You know, I, I, whether it's Archie or Eli, the, the Manning family is, uh, is special to me on and off the field. And I think Peyton just does such a great job uh, of not only performing – at his craft, you know, to throw on the football and leading a team, but handling questions, representing uh, the NFL, the kind of ideal player, so so well thought of by you not know, only teammates but those guys that go against him. And uh, and he, had, you know, again had all kinds of crazy crazy questions and uh, people who beat him up on the legacy, you know, and before a guy finishes his career, and I thought he handled that very well. He wants to keep playing. He's healthy enough. Uh, even if he wins the Super Bowl, regardless, as long as Peyton's healthy, he's going to keep playing, and that's good news for me. All right, both teams really get down to work here this Wednesday. It more feels like an NFL week to them as they begin their final push for the Super Bowl here, Chris. So let's get to the game ourselves. You know, it seems like I think all in agreement that we have the right two teams in the Super Bowl, and you've got this record-setting offense on the Denver side and, of course, the the sexy, electric Legion of Boom storyline on the on the Seattle defensive side. So so in your eyes, what gives here? What wins this Super Bowl when you when you line up such forces? Yeah, you know, I, I don't have any doubts about what how good Peyton Manning will be and how good Richard Sherman will be. And I think maybe the key is the Denver defense. They, you know, they, they don't have Vaughn Miller. They, they only have, I think, four guys that were starting for them at the beginning of the year. So I think that's the vulnerable part of this team. Some might pick on the passing game of the Seahawks because receivers, their greatest strength, even though Percy Harvin will play. I, I think if Marshawn Lynch, you know, can run – uh, successfully against the Denver defense, and I see that as a possibility. I think it changes everything. It keeps the ball away from Peyton and the offense. It, it takes pressure off of uh, uh, Peyton. Uh, I'm sorry, off of uh, Russell Wilson, and then of course it, uh, you know, it, it certainly forces Peyton Manning to have to rally the team if they control the ball and, and score. So I, I count out Peyton Manning, and, and I would never pick against him, but I, I think that could be uh, the, the, one of the tipping points uh, in the game. Is this because of the weather and because of the strength that you've also talked about? Is this a Super Bowl where running backs all of a sudden can shine a little bit? It's been a while since we've seen that. Yeah, you're right. And only really Seattle, I mean, they're like San Francisco. Those were the only two teams that ran it more than they threw it. And and I, I, think, I think this, if Denver can get Seattle in a situation where they have to throw to win, then I think Denver will win the game. So that means Peyton Manning has to do it. I mean, it was so masterful against New England in the championship game of, of not only producing with 400 passing yards and touchdowns, but he, he had two of the longest drives. One was 80, one was 93. They were at seven-minute-plus drives. That'll knock any team out, and that'll, that would crush a team like Seattle that can't score quickly unless you turn the ball over. And we know Peyton protects the ball, Peyton Manning, very, very well. So that's the, 
that's the Denver side of it. Uh, and if the weather, you know, I hear Peyton wears a glove. He's played outside. If it's cold, he'll be fine. The winds are a little bit tricky here, uh, but I, I, I don't think it's going to be that difficult compared to some places where he's played. And uh, and I think if you can if you can stop Marshawn Lynch, that's your best way to beat uh, Seattle. And obviously, if you're the Seahawks. You just want to stop Peyton Manning and, and hope that Denver tries to stay on the ground. Very astute. Chris, you've worked just about as big an event as, uh, as there is in sports. I mean, you pick, pick one, you've probably been there. Uh, does anything compare to the, the production low that goes into the Super Bowl, as you guys will do it on Fox? Yeah, no, we have uh, so many cameras and, and so many people here with Fox Sports 1 and our, 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 our show from noon to 3 with Matt Hasselbeck, the afternoon huddle. Uh, no, it's 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 big. I mean, you you try to say like players do. Well, you know, we prepare like it's another game, but it, but it's not. And, and once the game starts, I think you you treat it that way and you let the game dictate. But you have more cameras, more microphones, more people because you don't want to miss anything. And it really is, you know, the Super Bowl is it. I mean, it's the national holiday, uh, the week actually. It's one of the biggest weeks in all of sports uh, for just one game. And certainly, we have the two best teams and great storylines with Peyton. Uh, his offense and, and this, the terrific Seattle defense, which can try to make its mark on a national stage against a Hall of Fame quarterback. All right, so we'll find you each weekday here with Matt on Fox Sports 1, noon to 3 Central. On Super Bowl Sunday, where can we find Chris Myers? Well, the rest of this week, but on Sunday, I'll be on the field reporting on the weather and the field conditions. You don't want Pam Oliver and Aaron Andrews on each sideline for Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, and then certainly some post-game interviews on, on Fox Sports 1, but uh, we'll be in the thick of it all and hope the weather. We actually are rooting, you know, Sean, for a little bit of snow to add some atmosphere uh, and not affect the game too much. Both teams can handle that, and I think the fans wouldn't mind it either. All right, and uh, I won't I won't bother you this time with asking about your tie or anything else like the last time you were on it. we got to stay... <laughs> We, we got to stay focused here, Chris. It's the Super Bowl. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to abuse the fact that you were nice enough to come on with us by, you know, taking yeah, our interview we, we, down. Yeah, right. we don't want to get off our, get off our game, but just know that we'll have to wear. You know, you got to wear. Uh, I'm not a big scarf guy, but I'll have one of the heavy coat and boots because it will be cold. Not only for me on the field, but for fans who sit in the stands, who are unless they're they're fans of regular teams. Uh, I should say regular, but teams that are outdoor teams like Chicago, Green Bay, or or the Giants, but uh, some of those coming from another place better bundle up. Well, a buddy of mine is a big Broncos fan. He just forked over $2,500 for a ticket to the game. At least you won't have to do that, Chris. Oh, thank good. I'm thankful to be here. That's what I said. People complain. Some some complain about the outdoor game here in the Northeast, but they're having no problem uh, finding people with, uh, to purchase tickets and to attend this game. Amazing. Chris Myers from Fox Sports with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Chris, thanks so much. Enjoy it as always. We'll enjoy watching you the rest of the weekend on Sunday, too. Yeah, have a good time with the game, and thanks for having me on. Of course, like they said, you can hear Chris Myers on the afternoon huddle with Matt Hasselbeck on Fox Sports 1, and Chris will be reporting from the Super Bowl on Sunday for the Fox Network. We'll turn our attention back to basketball when we come back. The much-anticipated Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue. Your mission, win your share of up to $3 million in free play and prizes. M-Life presents License to Thrill, only at Beau Rivage. You could win a trip to London, even a new Mercedes E350. Drawings every Thursday and Saturday. Up to 800 winners. So play for the thrill. License to Thrill. You belong at the Beau. See M-Life desk for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-777-9696. There's no place like our home, Louisiana's very own. 
Time to get covered, Louisiana. Go to bcbsla.com and find a blue to fit your health care needs and budget. You can even get help from a Blue Cross agent. Find out how at bcbsla.com and enroll today. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, it is Wednesday, which means it's Wesley Wednesday. And joining us now from Minneapolis, Minnesota, a balmy Minneapolis, Minnesota, it is David Wesley. And David, I got to start with just how cold is it up there in Minnesota right now? It's well below zero, and I haven't left my room so far. Um, hopefully all I'll do is go from hotel to bus, bus to arena, and so forth on back to the plane and back to New Orleans. Now, is this the coldest? I know you've been to Minnesota before. Was it colder this time around than it was last time, or is uh, last time the the worst you've had so far? Uh, It's colder this time, but the trip that we got stuck in Indiana was worse because the wind chill got it to below 40 to 45 degrees. No, thank you. And that was cold. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, it is cold here, but not as cold as in Minnesota. But the team that's not cold right now are the Pelicans, nineteen and twenty-five, winners of four of five. David, what is what's going on with this team? What 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 are they doing right right now that's uh, giving them some wins this last week? I, I think for the most part, each and every night somebody is is stepping up. Their defense has been obviously better. Uh, holding Cleveland to 89 points. Yes. And over their last three out of four, they've been holding teams under 100. So, and and of course they've been scoring better. Uh, guys have stepped up. The bench has been uh, great. Uh, last night again, we got really good production out of the bench, and it's not always points, but it seems like somebody just seemed to step up last night. Uh, Stingsmo with nine points and 11 rebounds. Uh, Rivers is really playing well, uh, shooting the ball well, getting to the basket. And then, of course, you can't leave out the guys in the starting lineup who have have continued to play more consistent, especially Anthony Davis. Do you feel like since all these injuries with Holiday, Jason Smith, Al, Ryan Anderson, do you feel like all these guys that have to kind of played with each other for the first time, you think they're finally starting to gel and figure out everyone's tendencies? I think so. Uh, the more they're on the floor, it seems like the better they get. Uh, and again, you know, guys just taking full advantage. Last night didn't need uh, Tyreek to play well, but he's been playing well and uh, really good uh, all-around player. Just he, you know, he can defend a little bit, but he can he can handle. He can run the point guard position. He can create, get his own shot, and to have that kind of guy on the floor, you know, with especially with those bench guys. It really helps the flow of the game. We're talking with David Wesley. It is a Wesley Wednesday as the Pelicans last night defeated Cleveland 100-89. to Another monster game for Anthony Davis. David, 30 points, 12 of 18 shooting, 8 blocks. That's five consecutive games now with four or more blocks. Uh, what is going on with AD? Just It seems like every night he's even getting better and better. You know, I don't know if, uh, you know, you watch this, and I don't know if, if people really understand the company that, that he's in and the, the things that he's been able to do. It's, it's This is not normal for a, for a 21-year-old uh, young man to be, to be doing. Um, 
if he if he goes on and averages this twenty and ten and three blocks, he'll be the youngest to ever do it since they've been keeping up with the stats. Like he is putting up um, numbers that um, that you just don't you you don't see every year. You don't you don't see every game, and it seems like they're they're not they're not a game here, a game there, a game. I mean, these are every night where he is for, I mean, he's averaging three blocks. And last night at halftime, he had six. There there are teams that don't get six in a night. Right. And, you know, he finishes with eight, just off the chart. And it's fun to be, you know, in a game where there's nothing, there's never a time when you're at a loss of words. That, other than just feeling like you're repeating yourself about, about Anthony Davis, He's he's really that good, and I think he's a sure all-star this year. Is he the most mature 20-year-old you've seen in the NBA in a long time? He, he, he is not like most 20-year-olds, um, and I can't say that I, I spend a ton of time in his circle. I'm sure he gets giggly and 21-year-old-ish and does all the things that, that you know young guys do at that, at that age, but uh, you, you watch him in interviews, very good polished, good, good answers, thoughtful. They're not, they're not questions that surprise him. So he, so he has a good answer. Um, and he just, you know, around the guys, he just seems like a, a really mature guy. Now, I know you just talked about Anthony Davis being an all-star. I know the, the depth in the front court for the Western Conference is, is pretty deep there. Um, talking about Dwight Howard, LaMarcus Aldridge, um, Kevin Love, Kevin Durant, all these guys. Are you going to be absolutely shocked if on tomorrow night Dave, Anthony Davis' name is not called as a reserve for the Western Conference? I, I think I would be. I mean, and you, and you think about you think about uh, you know Kevin Love and Blake Griffin, you know, in um, as starters, that still leaves us enough spots for guys like Dwight Howard, Lamarcus Aldridge, Anthony Davis, and even Dirk Nowitzki can can be on that list. So. Who else would you put in that he wouldn't get in? I, I you know, and, and of course, uh, Demarcus Cousins is another, you know, possibility. But I don't, I don't know how he, I don't know how he doesn't get in. And and of course, there there are other forwards that you could argue: Tim Duncan, Serge Ibaka, um, David Lee. Who right. again? It'd be tough to 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 not see him on a on a list, but I don't know anybody at this point. And if you want to talk about, you know, how the boxer goes, you know, starts picking up his pace at the end of the round and tries to steal the round. I don't know how you, with the way he's playing towards the all-star break, how coaches aren't saying, Oh yeah, we got to get him in. Absolutely. He's playing phenomenal. He is. He is. He absolutely is. Now, now do you think, you know, with the Pelicans having a 1925 record, I don't think this should matter as much. It's not MVP voting, but you think, it hurts AD that he's on a losing team right now. I, I think I think it plays a part. I think it's hard not to think about um, record when you're when you're thinking All Star. Uh, the guys that that you know kind of fall into that category that, that kind of stick out. Uh, guys from Toronto, um, you know, Demar Rosen, uh, Kyle Lowry, who definitely should get in. Um, uh, I think that will Al Jefferson is another one playing on a bad team that could possibly get in. Goran Dragic, definitely another guy playing on a you know subpar team. But again, it's not MVP voting, and 
certain guys you can tell that they would play well anywhere they went. And Anthony Davis is certainly one of those guys that he's not playing well because they're a bad team. He's playing well in spite of being on a on a team that that's got a lot of injuries. We're talking with David Wesley, Fox Sports New Orleans analyst for the New Orleans Pelicans. Of course, it is Wesley Wednesday. So before I let you go, David, it's time for you to be an NBA coach right now, and it's your chance to pick the reserves for the All-Star Game for the Western Conference and Eastern Conference. You don't have to pick them all. I know that's a lot of spots, but who in your mind deserves a spot, a spot on this year's All-Star team? Um, well, I have um, – I would think that in the West, if, if you look at um, – Kobe's not going to play, and he was voted a starter. Chris Paul has a shoulder thing, so – he may not be in. So to me, there are two more guard spots that uh, Lauren Drogic in uh, Phoenix could get a spot. And Damian Lillard, who hasn't been spoke of at all, I really like him. And then the to finish up those spots would be James Harden, Dwight Howard, LaMarcus Aldridge. It would be absolutely a crime for him not to get on. Anthony Davis, Tony Parker, an outside chance, chance of Dirk Nowitzki getting in. I think he's been. I think he's played as well as he's played his whole career at 35 years old. And then in the East, I'm going to go with John Wall, Kyle Lowry, uh, Roy Hibbert, Joaquin Noah, Chris Bosh, and Chris Bosh. Mm, I, I, I I'm not sure about Chris Bosh. I might have to go with. Um, You know, other guys. Mm-hmm. There's got to be somebody else. Yeah. Um, Paul Millsap, maybe. And these are my maybes: Chris Bosh, Lance Stevenson, and 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 Paul Millsap on the East. Um, I'm not sure who I would fill those spots in with. Um, but uh, the the there's so many bad records in the East. Right. And again, I think the same way. Like, what? Who do you pick? But, you know, I mentioned DeMar uh, DeRozan playing great basketball. Aaron Aflalo, I don't, you know, I mean, he's playing well. Is he playing well enough to be an all-star? Again, on another really, really bad team. So, um, those are my picks. It would be a tough, it would be tough to get down to those last three or four guys. Yeah. uh, Who deserves, who's better, who's whatever. But um, those are pretty much my picks. We're talking with David Wesley. David, before I let you go, Pelicans take on the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight. They'll be without Nikola Pekovic, who has bursitis in his ankle. It means he'll be out about a week before he gets reevaluated. You know, you never want guys to get hurt, but it seems like the Pelicans are catching a little bit of a break here with Pekovic out. What are the keys for the Pelicans to earn their fourth straight win tonight? Well, I, I think, again, and this is one of my keys from last night, that they just continue to grow, continue to build on the things that they are doing. Um, guys continue to step up, come ready to play each and every night. Last night, they for the first time in uh, 14 games, that would have been their 15th game that they outscored an opponent coming out of the locker room at halftime. Those things are important. What did you do? How did you do it? Make sure that that doesn't continue to be one of your Achilles heels. Um, they, they Two games ago, they points off turnovers. They turn them into points. They scored 30 points, which tied a season high. Those things that they, they, they've been doing over the last couple of games, they got to continue to do 
and build. Guys have to continue to step up off the bench, come in and make plays. They don't have to force anything or think they have to be the hero, but come in, do your job, limit your mistakes, and I think they have a good good chance of coming out of here with a win. That's David Wesley. You can catch all the action tonight starting at 6.30 on Fox Sports New Orleans. Then Joel Myers and David will have the call from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, as the Pelicans take on the Timberwolves. David, thanks for joining me today on the Black and Blue Report, and uh, try to stay warm up there. Diesel, as always, it's a pleasure, and I am going to do my best to stay indoors and stay out of the cold. When we come back, I'll wrap things up in one minute. The Pelicans Valentine's three-game flex pack presented by Woodhouse Day Spa is a great gift for the basketball lover in your life. This limited-time offer includes two tickets to any three games of your choice on the Pelicans schedule, including matchups against the Clippers, Thunder, and Heat. Packages start as low as $54, plus the first 200 packs purchased will include a $25 gift card to Woodhouse Day Spa. So call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get your Valentine's three-game flex pack today. NBA All-Star 2014 is coming to New Orleans with an exciting lineup. The BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge is your ticket to see the NBA's newest stars. On Friday, February 14th, the New Orleans Arena will play host as the rookies and sophomores team up to battle for bragging rights and make a name for themselves in the Big Easy. Tickets are on sale now through NBAevents.com for as low as $10. BBVA Compass Rising Stars Challenge, your ticket to see the NBA's newest stars. Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today. Well, we had a great show today. Our thanks to David Wesley, Chris Myers, and Anthony Davis for joining the show. Another good one tomorrow. Sean Devaney from Sporting News, an NBA writer, will come on to talk about the All-Star Reserves and uh, all the news going on around the league. Also, Chef Brian Landry, remember the head chef from Bourne, he'll come on to talk about some Super Bowl recipes that maybe will help spice up your Super Bowl party, and of course, more coverage from New Jersey as Super Bowl 48 gets closer. Remember the broadcast tonight, Pelicans take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. That is yours at 7 o'clock on TV. Pre-game starts at 6.30, then at 7, David Wesley, Joel Myers, and Jen Hale will have all the coverage for you on Fox Sports New Orleans. And on the radio side, it is Sean Kelly with the call on 105.3 WWL-FM and the Pelicans Radio Network. Again, the Pelicans look to uh, extend their winning streak to four, which would be their longest winning streak of the season as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves at the Target Center. Another programming note, don't forget to tune in to Fox Sports New Orleans this Saturday night for an exclusive interview during the New Orleans Pelicans vs. Chicago Bulls telecast. Joel Myers has a sit-down interview with Saints Executive Vice President and General Manager Mickey Loomis. Segments from this exclusive interview will air throughout Saturday night's telecast, so you don't want to miss that as the Pelicans take on the Chicago Bulls, and Mickey Loomis will be on the television broadcast. John Kelly is back tomorrow, and I hope everyone stays safe and stays off the roads if possible. And if you have to, drive slow and be careful, but enjoy your day if you are off. Well, that'll do it for today's show. I'm Daniel Salerson. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.